there, guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Throwback Thursday. This is the one and only show where we talk about where we we go back in time. Uh, we talk about a movie as if we had seen it for the very first time. I almost forgot the catchphrase. And joining me back for another episode, he's going to be our. I'm going to pick characters for us, okay? Rob, this guy, he's going to be he's going to be Spider Man Noir because his nickname is actually the Ghost Rider. And Spider-Man Noir is voiced by Nicolas Cage, who played Sweet. Ghost Rider. So uh, it is Robert the Ghost Rider Martinez, or as I should call him, Spider-Man Noir. How you doing, man? I can't see color. Every time Robert enters a room... The the wind follows him, and the wind it smells like rain. Yes. <laughs> oh, it stinks! I like it. <laughs> and uh, you heard his voice. Uh, and can you punch Nazis? He's gonna be. <laughs> let's see. Uh, Chris is gonna be. He's gonna be Spider Ham because he can float through the air while he smells Ooh. a delicious pie. That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is Chris. Uh, Chris, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, actually. Just had a, you know, I had a day off today from work. Thankfully, oh, I needed a day off. Oh, it feels good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, good for you. I didn't get a day off, so <laughs> I just got back from the gym, and I'm oh, dying. Oh, you have gyms open over there? Yes, sir. Oh, you lucky son of a gun. It's been open for like a month here. Got to get those gains because, you know, I got to fight some Nazis. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he, he, you know, in his universe, it's the 19, uh, it's 1940s and he's fighting Nazis. Yep. He needs right, Robert? Hot milk, too. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be B, uh, Peter B. Parker just because I can relate to him and his weight gain. <laughs> oh, I can you're you're I pressing can your own to, self, dude. You guess your own self. To, I can relate to Peter Parker and his weight gain. And people question it sometimes. People do question it, but you know what? That's okay because just be all it takes all it takes is a leap. It's all it's a leap of it, it's a leap of faith, guys. That's all it is. A leap yeah, of faith. Anyway. <laughs> let's get this thing started. Let's talk about and by the way, guys, I should mention we are. This is the last Spider-Man movie we're reviewing. Robert, you have been with me since the beginning of this series. Yes, like, I have. It's been it's been absolutely crazy. Like what a ride! We, yeah, I mean, you did skip out on two of them, but you know what? That's fine because we were we we reviewed the best ones, right? Yes, we did. <laughs> Uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two, best one, right? Right? Yeah, that's oh, your favorite. Easily, easily <laughs> beats out any other. Screw the Raimi trilogy. I mean, who cares about that? <laughs> it's all about Electro. Now you see me. Okay, just just gonna let you guys know. Um, Robert is only kidding. Um, he doesn't like if Who you said listen. I was kidding? You, Who said I if was you kidding? Go, if you go oh, back and listen, if you go back and listen to <laughs> our uh, 
uh, Spy- Amazing Spider-Man 2 review, uh, Robert was very confused by that movie. <laughs> okay, um, okay. You're, you're right. Let's let's get this started. Let's talk about the best Spider-Man movie. Yes, I spoiled it. It's the best Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. start this off with of course our memories and what we remember about spider-man and the spider-verse even though it's only been a year and a half since this movie came out um robert i'm gonna start with you on this one what were your memories of spider-man and the spider-verse well first we got to go back to my senior year right when the first trailer came out absolutely before the trailer came out because first like every single movie i'm skeptical very, very skeptical, mm-hmm. right? Once I heard they're doing an animated Spider-Man movie, I'm like, uh, I'm not really sure about that, right? Right. I mean, I was interested, but I wasn't really sure about it. And once that trailer dropped for the first time, I that was one of the most highly anticipated movies like I've seen in a while. Just, it's the style that caught me, like hooked me in, right? Mm-hmm. And didn't we watched it together? Didn't we? Like, I'm pretty. Yeah, sure. we did. Yeah, we wow. we did. Look at that. <laughs> Look at. Yes, that. we did. We did indeed go see it together. And I I remember actually because I had just come back from school. I think it. I think I was in. I think I just finished the day at school, and you were like sitting somewhere, and you were like. Uh, are you, I, and I told you I was going to go see Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse, and you immediately bought your ticket as soon as I said I was going to go see it. <laughs> That's right. I remember. I remember it vividly, yeah. Oh, my God. So, uh, so does that does that finish off your memories? or? Oh, I just remember um, when we went to go watch it. Um. I can't get into spoil. I'll talk about it whenever actually like we're discussing dissecting the movie. Okay. All right. Uh, Chris, what about you? What are some of your fond memories of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse? Oh man. I watched the trailer when I was in class. I was freaking out. I was like, yo, a black Spider-Man. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and like even the, even the soundtrack from the trailer was amazing. I was like, yo, I was hyped. I was like, oh, oh. 
I think it was like the um, third trailer. I don't know what trailer it was, but when the weekend, what's the song called? Um, Sunflower. Yo, that song was good. Mm. And I think I remember when I saw the trailer, I thought the Ashy figure, the Miles Morales. I had to. So yeah. That's I mean, of course. I, I mean, I mean, you're obsessed with action figures, so I mean, I would, I would assume you bought the action figures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so like, like Robert said, like you know the style, how they did it, you know, like like it's like a three D dimension kind of thing, about three D, right? Look pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, okay, it. so so my memories of Spider Man and the Spider Verse, I remember when this movie was announced, I was predicting that this was going to be a they were going to take season three of this because they, uh, for those of you who aren't, who don't know about the spectacular Spider-Man animated series, they had a season three planned out. They had the characters and everything planned out for season three and they were going to do it until unfortunately it got canceled. I thought they were going to take all those episodes and try to fit them all, take some of the best episodes of season three and make them work into a movie. I thought they were going to turn it, into a, 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 a an animated movie of the spectacular Spider-Man. Oh shit! You see, you know what but, I thought the movie was going to be about? What? I don't know if you guys read the uh, Spider Verse event. I don't know if it was like three years ago or something like that. But you remember the Inheritors? Uh huh. I think that's what their name. I don't know, but basically yeah. they're like vampires or multiversal vampires that only feed on Spider-Man. Or Spider-Man. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be the movie. I was like, uh, I mean, I guess it'll be fun. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. That was it. Right, yeah. And 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 that and I kind of thought, I did not expect a Spider-Verse movie at all. I just did not think Sony was going to do that just because a lot of their movies have played, a lot of their Spider-Man movies, like The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and the first Amazing Spider-Man played it safe and didn't take any chances. And I was afraid that they weren't going to – that they were – I, I kind of didn't think they were going to go that route just because they aren't really that known for taking chances. Then I saw the, then I saw the first trailer, and I saw the animation style, and I was like, holy crap. They're actually doing a Spider-Verse movie. And we're finally going to get Miles Morales. Because I've always been a fan of the character. I've always loved the character of Miles Morales. Oh, yeah. And I've always wanted to see him in a movie, live action or animated or whatever. We've seen him in an animated TV series in the Ultimate Spider-Man animated TV series. But we never got to see him in a movie. And I really was waiting for that. And I was hyped. I could not believe we were actually getting it. I was so excited. Um, saw all the trailers. Uh, Chris, just like you mentioned, I remember listening to the song Sunflower on a loop whenever I was on my way to work and singing it out loud to the point where there were people in the house. Like, I would walk to work at 5 o'clock in the morning singing that song, and people in their house would hear me singing it out They would like, I'm crazy. Man, you see um onward and you play that song in the radio i was like yo we gotta sing to this shit man I mean, ab- absolutely oh 
yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> um, so you play this, but they do not feel deep to it. They ain't the boy. They ain't the guys. Nope. They ain't the one. Um, but yeah, no, I just remember being excited for the movie, and then I saw the movie, and you know what? I'm going to save that for the next segment. So speaking of the next segment, Robert, we'll go back to you. We'll do the same order. What do you, What are your overall thoughts on Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Perfection. Literal, a perfect Spider-Man movie. And all around, a great movie. Mm-hmm. Like, to its characters, to the movie, the visuals, to even the soundtrack. Oh, oh my yeah. My, easily some of my favorite songs of all time are within the Spider-Verse soundtrack. All the actors that were chosen (laughs) for each character. Nicolas Cage as Spider-Man Noir. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, Mulaney or something like that. Uh, Spider-Ham. Perfect. Um, Haley Seinfeld as Gwen. Perfect. I can't remember the name of Miles Morales. Um, uh, uh, Shamik Moore. Perfect. Jake Johnson. Perfect. Literally everything about this movie is what I want from a Spider-Man movie and so much more. They gave both style and substance in one movie when other movies choose uh, one of the both, but this movie had both. And it had everybody. It had both, and that's what I love about this. God, I love this movie. It deserved its Oscar, and I can't wait to see what's more, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what about you? What do you think about Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse? A gift from God. That's it. <laughs> That's it. A gift from a gift God. God. <laughs> that is the perfect way to describe For it. Real. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. A gift from God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I got to say. They should put that on the Blu-ray cover. A gift from God. Chris, Chris Fig says, a gift from God. Hey, am I right, though? I mean, you're not wrong. You are not wrong by that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You guys, I don't think you guys are ready. This movie is a masterpiece. I wouldn't even say it. It's not even just perfection. This movie is a, a comic book movie masterpiece and really one of my favorite movies of all time. It has, it went from going to like being in my top 10, like number 10 of my all-time favorite movies. But the more I watch this movie, the more I love it. And it has gone up to my number five, and it's right behind The Dark Knight, actually, because The Dark Knight is actually my number four favorite movie of all time. Ooh, you yeah. know? And so, it, and so, Robert, you explained it perfect. You kind of summed it up perfectly. The characters. I, for me... What I love, my favorite characters in movies are the ones that I can see myself either hanging out with those characters or relating to those characters. And every single character in Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse I can empathize with and relate with. I can relate to some of Miles Morales' struggles. I can relate to Peter B. Parker's situation. I, uh, Jake Johnston's Peter Parker, or as I should call him. Um, I can relate to, I, I can even relate to Gwen Stacy and 
um, all of them. You know, I every single character is so lovable and so relatable that it just works. And getting the and you would think, how would a spider ham work in any movie? How in the world could you make that work? They found a way to make it work. Yes. Spider-Man Noir with Nicolas Cage voicing the character. Nicolas Cage hasn't been in a good movie for a very long time. That's genius, and he is perfect. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite line from Nicolas Cage is when um, the bad guy – I mean, spoiler alert for the movie. But it's when the bad guys come in, and Nicolas Cage – and Aunt May says – um, could you mind taking this fight outside? And then um, Nick uh, Nicholas Cage goes, "We don't pick the ballroom; we just dance." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I love that. And it, it was so. It it just is amazing. And the, and I again speaking of the humor, this movie's funny. Every oh. single joke in this movie gets funnier and funnier every time you watch it. One of my f- other favorite lines is when they're all asking Miles Morales what his what he can do and Spider-Ham just interrupts and he's floating through the air and he goes, can you float through the air when you smell a delicious pie? <laughs> you know, I can. And it it's just, and it's amazing. And I think the emotional elements of Works the movie so well. also worked perfect. Yeah, with the relationship between um, Miles and his dad. And the relationship he has with his uncle and how that is infused into the story, you would think that that would be the weakest part of the movie, but it's not. It's mm. actually incredibly important to how to where Miles goes from his start as from his in his arc. It's important to his to how he changes as a character, um, and it's just this movie is just so brilliant, like brilliant isn't really even the word to describe it. It's so amazing. A it's gift just from God. A gift from God. There we go. Um, so, anyway. Um, I, I do want to mention, actually, a couple of really you know, interesting facts. This movie is directed by Peter Ramsey, Rodney Rothman, and Bob... Perschietti, I think. I think that's how you say it. But uh, Peter Ramsey, uh, Robert, I think think I've heard you talk about this movie before, but he directed that DreamWorks movie, Rise of the Guardians. Yeah. I don't know if you... Yeah. And and I remember when I went to go see who, who each of these directors were and what they directed, and I saw Peter Ramsey there, and he directed Rise of the Guardians, I literally went there and went, so that's why that movie's so good. <laughs> uh, also, this movie is produced uh, by Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who obviously directed the Lego movie, which is also great. <laughs> um, and yeah, this, yeah, it's, it's awesome. This movie is just it really awesome. is great. Like, so it's just, you can't, there's nothing, there's, it's just awesome. Yeah. Um, so I was about to sneeze. I, I would start with the positives. Like, I would start with the positives, but I think we have a very, I have a very long list and I don't know if any of you guys have negatives. So do you guys have any negatives that you want to get out of the way? There's literally nothing negative got, about this movie. Maybe like one or two things. 
maybe they God. it's like it's very very nitpick you know it's just like very small little things okay do you want to mention those or if you guys want me to yeah i will let's do it hey go ahead go ahead all right like kingpin he's big he's thick <laughs> he's big <laughs> where's his neck cat man where's his neck where's his neck <laughs> I love what they did to keep in his his role. Is I I just love it, right? But like, they just made him too big. He like, just uh. Uh, like like the Netflix series from Daredevil, the Kingpin. That's a good size. That's <laughs> but yeah. the Kingpin for the Spider Verse. I like it, but it's just big. It's like whoa, <laughs> chill, lordy, he right, is right. Big. Like yeah, I get it. He's loaded with muscles, but that does not look like muscle, man. That looks like fat. It looks like a freaking uh, wall. <laughs> like legitimately, like oh. how does he fit in a limo? Like a football player. How does he live, or like how does he right? fit in a limo? <laughs> Well, like I don't know. I, that's kind of what I want to. I want to know too. Like, is the size of an you see front? Oh damn! Like a, like a jeep. Legitimately, <laughs> be a car. Crush a car. Or, like he literally killed Spider Man. He can literally transform okay. into a car, and I wouldn't notice. <laughs> Autobots roll out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so, so let's just then now let's just go on and uh, let's let's talk about the positives. Oh, Robert. Yeah. Yes. Just name off anything you want to name off. Just, just do it. Animation. Combining oh, both yeah. 2D, 3D in this comic book style. Actually, one of the first signs I knew this was going to be a great movie was the very beginning of the film right. where it had the stamp of approval. Yep. Well, yeah. It's just like right there and you know, it's like, whoa. It's just so yeah. Weird. It's weird not, it's weird seeing that in front of a comic book movie. We usually never see these things. Yeah. So it's just like, it's automatically, no, they know what type of movie this is. And, but the way, the, how they right. work in such a great story and great characters, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just extremely impressive. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, it is. Again, um, again, with the actors, their performances, or it's just, I didn't see. I didn't see no actors. I just saw characters. Right. One of my favorite or best compliments to a movie is where I don't see the actors; I see the characters they're playing. Right. Like I believe mm-hmm. he's Spider Man or um. A great example would be like Tony Stark. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. You yeah, see what right. I? You see what I did there? Yeah. yeah I literally just see his character. Exactly. Uh, um, yeah. And so, just the performances were just great. It's just phenomenal. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, especially big shout out to um, I cannot pronounce his name. I'm so sorry. Uh, sh- sh- should should meet more. Right. Yeah. Literally one of the best performances. 
Like at first, I thought yeah. I thought it was an actual kid doing it. Yeah, I thought it was a kid too. But it was it was. Yeah, it was it's weird. Totally grown. It's weird because with um with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, they didn't look like teenagers. They looked like adults. Like as much as I love the Tobey Maguire movies, Tobey Maguire did not look like a teenage kid that's about to graduate. Maybe the first one. He looked like a thirty-year-old. He looked like a thirty-year-old man about uh just barely graduating because <laughs> <laughs> he got held back so many times. Um, and like Andrew Garfield easily didn't look did not look like he was a teenager in high school. Like I'm sorry, but I I never bought the fact that Andrew Garfield was a teenager in high school. But it looks like with Tom Holland and with Shamik Moore, they're getting actors who sound and look more like uh, young kids. Yeah, you know, yeah. like when they cast Tom Holland, apparently he was like uh, he was like eighteen or nineteen years old, but he looks like he's five. <laughs> <laughs> like he looks like a five-year-old. I love it though. Like, uh, they're just I don't. There's no negatives with this movie for me. Everything about it, I love. Yeah. I love the the references to like Spider-Man Three with uh, Peter B. Parker. Yeah. Uh, I just the I, I gotta say this: the opening is amazing because it's like um, he's like, and uh, I did this, and then it shows the scene from Spider-Man that Three. Was, and he goes, "We don't really talk about that." That was a masterpiece. That was a masterpiece. That was a masterpiece. <laughs> I just you know, it's a great show. It's just. I don't know. They're, they're, yeah. It's, I have a lot of positives for it, but I ain't going to make this video like two hours long. Yeah. Well. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Chris, uh, anything you want to mention as, yeah. Yeah, as positives? The action. I love it. The, love the visual, like Robert said, beautiful. The emotion throughout the story mode, everything. Yeah, ain't gonna lie, it made me cry like a bitch, man. <laughs> Cause, cause like, yeah. Like you said, like the characters represent who they are and it can represent you as well, you know? Um, uh-huh. That shit got me really good. That shit hit me hard, bro. I was like, <laughs> I was literally crying like a motherfucker. And I cried a girl, dude. <laughs> and she asked me for a hug. Uh, yeah. She asked me for a hug. Dead ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I have a long, 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 long list of negatives. In fact, I think after we finish recording this episode, I'm going to post a picture on my Instagram at Zeke said so, by the way. Um, but I'm definitely going to post a picture because I have to show people how long my notes are for Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, God. Um, but anyway, <laughs> the opening narration and Chris Pine as this version of Spider-Man, I didn't know that was him at first. And then I went back to see the movie and realized, oh, that's Chris Pine. Oh, my God, that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't realize him I at think first. One, I think it was a movie or a premiere. Some other dude says, you're Spider-Man. You're the Spider-Man. He says, no, I'm not. And then years later, he's Spider-Man yeah. in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, and then I love that. I, I love the whole um, – and I was a, a so-so popsicle. <laughs> I mean, I've looked worse. <laughs> you know what would have made that even funnier? 
is if he says, I've looked worse, and they show him 1970s live-action Spider-Man TV. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been so great, but they didn't do it, and it's fine. It doesn't... It didn't need to be there, but... But Don't give me um, I also the scene. It does. It actually does. I kind of want a taste of it now. I remember how it was a kid, man. Those old days. Yeah. Um. I love the scene where you are introduced to Miles um, and his dad. I love it when they're in the car and he's like, "Um, you can walk plenty on Saturday when you're uh, when you peel those stickers off." And then Miles goes, "You saw that? I don't even know if those were me." <laughs> Uh, and then I like it when he's like, you know, with great ability comes great accountability. That's not even how the saying goes. Exactly. <laughs> and then his dad is like, although I do like his cereal, I'll give him that. His cereal's pretty good. <laughs> and then, obviously, the the scene that was in the trailer, but it was the moment where um, Miles' dad goes, "You gotta say I love yes. you back." <laughs> that is awesome. You know, we talked about it in um, Spider-Man: Far From Home how they portray Aunt May as the embarrassing aunt. Um, I feel like her jokes don't really work as well as this does because this one it's all about the execution of the joke. Because then you have Miles yelling at him, going, "You want to hear me say it? You drive me all the way out here." <laughs> and then he's like, "What is this place?" Go. Don't get me wrong, mom. And then he's hot though. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that. <laughs> oh my Lanta, here we go again. Here we go again. Chris is finished. <laughs> Am I right though? Am I right? I mean, you're not wrong. Actually, she's yeah. actually like they surprisingly made her very, very oh, good yes, looking. Yes, they did. <laughs> um, that just got weird. <laughs> Let's move on. Um. Again, the soundtrack is awesome. He was to say, I. There we go. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, but it's not just that song, but also there's a song that's played later on um, when um, Chris Pine's Peter Parker um, dies. And it's that great song called Scared of the Dark. Oh. That is probably the the song I listen to most on the soundtrack. It's so You know what's a really good. underrated song in that soundtrack? Which one? Which one? This is probably like the worst time, but like it's um Riot. <gasps> yeah, 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 start a riot, yeah. <laughs> Who in here riot. trying to start a riot? <laughs> That one in Elevate are so good. Imagine like, playing that in a yeah. Dude, I'll watch the end credits just to listen to Elevate. Like, I'll watch that entire credits just to listen to Elevate. It's great. It's such a great song. Yeah. Um, I also love the score to the movie. Um, my favorite theme is actually uh, Prowler's uh, – whenever Prowler shows up, it doesn't it get like honestly it makes I don't you know move. It about makes you, you guys, move. but for me I get, well no I I get massive Terminator two vibes yes. whenever you see the the Terminator walking where he's like where it's like I 
Oh, man, it's so great. Um, we got to talk about the shoulder touch. Hey. I mean, Uncle Aaron. <coughs> <and brother touch. coughs> hey. No, no, no. Hey. No, 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 no. <coughs> hey. Hey. <coughs> hey. 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 <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, I love... I, I nephew, love that, man? and then I love the <laughs> I love the scene where they go into the subway and they're spray painting the whole thing. And this is where the animation really shines is in this scene in general, where um, it's just a lot of. And also, I love the way they actually uh, made the comic book panels work, where it shows a panel of the spider crawling up Miles. And then while showing Miles painting the wall. You know. Um, and then uh, Kingpin, I, I will say, I, I kind of agree with you, Chris. But at the same time, I don't care about his design. Because he's oh, a yeah. great villain. That's just like a little minor. He's method. such a, a great villain. Method. That's it. The little QC issue. Just a little like 1%. Yeah. That's it. Right. Yeah. I... I I, don't, I love Kingpin. I love him in this movie. He's so great. Um, I love the scene where um, I love it when he's first introduced and he's kind of humming the Spider-Man theme and he's like, uh, he he goes, um, boobidoo, boobidoo, doo, doo. here comes the Spider-Man. Yes. <laughs> Just the way, he, the, and he's voiced by um, another person who's been in a comic yep, movie. Sabretooth. He's voiced yep. by Sabretooth. Honestly, exactly. let's be real, guys. And He's the best saber tooth we had. He was. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I I'll, I'll the other one from I think X Men. I forgot what movie it was. Yeah, I don't even know who it was. He was forgettable. I was like, "Yo, who in the <laughs> hell is that?" Until like, oh, you saber tooth. <laughs> but the um, Wolverine yeah. uh, X Men Origins that was a good saber tooth. Yeah. Um. And by the way, guys, this is like, I mean, I guess if you want to count this, but this is our early version of the Sinister. It could set. be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, let me see. What do they, do, Can I find the list of villains that are in this movie? Scorpion. Let me see. Uh, you guys keep talking. I'm going to try to find, I'm going to try to find the villains list here. But yo. You guys keep talking. That's nice. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, not the not the character. Oh my gosh, Haley Stainfield, whatever. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Haley Stainfield. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay, so we have Kingpin. Then we have the, the Prowler. Prowler. Then we have a uh, Green Goblin is in the first. Is but in isn't the it first, Hobgoblin like, though? Isn't like, like a Hobglob? Not Hobglob. It's like a um, Globin. Globin. It, it's not. It it's no it's the green it's it's the Green Goblin but it's like Miles's version oh, of yeah, the Green Goblin, yeah, yeah. the uh, Ultimate Universe Green Goblin. Yeah, yeah, where where he's like this big, he's literally a big I had giant that goblin. Figure one time, um, but you have one. originally he was in the comics, um, he was the one who uh, killed um, Peter Parker. Spider-Man. Right, yeah, um, and then you have Doc Ock, and then Scorpion, and then Tombstone. Which, and Liz, you know, a Dude, lot of Liz. people. I really want Tombstone got... in live action. 
I do too. Like, when are we gonna get that? <laughs> I wonder who would be good. You know who I really would love. Honestly, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I would like to see um, the chameleon. Yo, that'd be dope. That'd be trippy and dope. That'd be really cool, actually. Um. Anyway, anyway, but yeah, no, we basically got an early version of what the Sinister Six could be. Yeah. Yeah. Um. By the way, the uh, uh, Doc Ock in this movie is all gorgeous. Too, ain't gonna lie. I remember, Robert, when we went to go see the movie together and she said, Dr. Olivia Octavius, you and me looked at each other and basically Dude, That was out. such a good Holy- twist and they hinted at us in the movie too. I was like, wait a minute. But if you notice in the beginning of the movie, if you notice when Miles is, um, her, wa- when Miles' like class is watching the video. Like covers. Yeah, they, they, never, they never show her last name. They only show Olivia and then O, and then they cut out the rest of the name. That was it's a great. great. Twist. Yeah, um, and then um, what? what uh, I love the the scene where Peter Parker dies. I love that with the song oh, playing and everything. Yeah. It's all great. I even like it. I even like it when um, Miles is is standing uh, where MJ has just given this big speech, and she says. We are all counting on you. And Miles goes, they're counting on me. And then then this guy goes, this guy leads in and goes, I don't think, probably not you specifically. I think it's a metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) And then also another really great visual gag is when Miles is about to jump off this building and then he, and then it cuts to him running right back down the stairs and going to the next. And I felt some Spider-Man 2 vibes right there, man. I felt some Spider-Man 2 vibes. Kinda, yeah. Um, Stanley's cameo. This is the very they last so Stanley cameo in the Spider-Man there, movie. Stanley has so yeah. many cameos in there. I, yeah, Rest and I love it when he's like, um, you know, uh, we were friends. You know, can I return it if it doesn't fit? It always fits sign. <laughs> eventually, which is all, which is a heartfelt line. But then it's it. But then it fits perfectly with the joke where the camera pans over yeah. and it says no refunds or returns. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, this was the last Spider-Man movie that Stanley was involved in. <sighs> um, uh, unfortunately, it, it's very sad. And this movie, of course, is dedicated to both him and Steve Ditko, who also um, passed away unfortunately before this movie was um, released. Uh, which yeah. is very sad. I really but, wish they um, gave him a cameo as well. Like yeah, a, I wish they would have too. Maybe in yeah. like a picture or something. Like I, I wish they would have done something for him. But I think I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the directors did say that in a in the commentary that Steve Ditko is actually in Miles's phone in is the contact. Really? It's like yeah, it's like a brief. It's like a brief little slide up, but you can see the name Steve Ditko or something, or, or it might just be Ditko. But um, but yeah, I think I believe he's in Miles Morales' phone because they also have a bunch of other um, names in there too, uh, as little fun Easter eggs. There's a lot of Easter eggs in this movie. There's they're just so hard to find. <laughs> There's a lot of them that are really hard to find actually. Um, now we got we got to talk about P- 
Peter B. Parker. Jake Johnson playing Peter B. Parker. Uh, uh, Robert is um, will primarily know him from Jurassic World as the guy who had dinosaur toys on his yes. desk. <laughs> Which, by the way, his character, his character in Jurassic World, that's it Robert really in is. real life. And like people. People don't know that, but that is Robert in real life. He has a bunch of dinosaur toys on his life. desk. I do have dinosaur toys as well. Do I have a, the dragon from Shrek? I have the dinosaurs from like the uh-huh. Jurassic World, the original Jurassic Park. So yeah, uh huh, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, <clears throat> I love his moment. I like I like his whole backstory. Um, a drone flew in my face. I made some dicey money moves. Don't invest in a spider themed restaurant. <laughs> TGI Spideys. <laughs> yeah, TGI Spideys. <laughs> um, and then I like it when he's like, My wife and I split up, but I handled it like a champ. And it comes yes. to him crying. They're there in the shower eating pizza. <laughs> But what I love about this, but what I love about this version of Peter Parker, despite the fact that he's so hilarious, is that his situation is so damn relatable. Because everybody has it's been so in a position sad. like that. I mean, we've all we've all been in a situation where we felt like we messed up so bad that we just end up losing who we are and end up gaining weight. Like when when it revealed that he gained weight, I was like. I can relate to that. <laughs> Which is why my goal is on Halloween, I'm going to try and dress up yes. as Peter B. Parker. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I love his – he's probably my favorite part of this entire movie. Even though Miles Morales is great, his moments are so fantastic. And especially when um, – when he shows up in balls in New York, he's like, um, I was in New York, but not my New York. Also, I was dead. <laughs> I, and I was, I was kind of perfect. It was like looking in a mirror. <laughs> oh, um, but, uh, and then I love the, the police chase where um, you hear on the police radio, Spider-Man is dragging a dead homeless corpse. Yes. That was funny. <laughs> um, and then, you know, obviously the scene where that follows with Miles and Peter and Miles is like, um, why, why, but why are you here? You're supposed to be dead. And why is your body a different shape? I'm pretty sure you just <laughs> called me fat. <laughs> also, now I will mention this. A lot of people don't like the fact that I defend this, but I don't defend Thor's weight well, gain. Well, first of all, they don't draw attention to it. Yeah, exactly. That's what, exactly what I was going to say. Exactly. Like, it stayed at once. With Thor's right? weight gain. And they just uh-huh. don't constantly make a joke out of it. Like, hey, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat. Yeah. And, and also, I mean um, – you know, there's like only two jokes where they do make fun of his weight, and it's with Miles, and then there's the Aunt May one where he's like Anne Thicker. <laughs> <laughs> um, those are the only two real fat jokes in the movie. Whereas in Endgame, constantly there's a bunch of jokes. Like you look like melted Cheese ice cream, or um, my veins are now cheese. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's just a bunch of those jokes that really just drag the movie down. 
But in this one, those fat jokes actually end up working because it actually they actually don't call that much attention to his weight. They actually stop after that second joke. They know um, their limits. But that's why I think Phil Phil Lord and Chris Miller are two of the funniest writers in Hollywood. They, they know really, how to write really good jokes. Yeah. Um obviously we already talked about the doc Dr. Olivia Octavius one. I love it when uh, they're in the vents and then uh, Peter's like, these are pretty typical Spider-Man stakes. He's going to say, you've got 24 hours. And then it cuts to game record, you got 24 hours. Say, <laughs> that was funny. And he winks at my... And then, and then, he, go, and then uh, he goes, ooh, that's bad. Actually, everything <laughs> she said is bad. <laughs> that was, that was um... And I also love the uh, the when they're escaping the office, and he take uh, Peter takes a bagel, and he goes, Windows. and he goes, walk, walk super normal, <laughs> and then he goes, uh, they start chasing them, and then one of the scientists yells out, "She took a bagel!" <laughs> I like how all their briefcases turn into guns too; like they're oh, ready to like... exactly. <laughs> um. Haley Steinfeld as Gwen Stacy is amazing. Um, We forgot to mention the part where Miles yanks her hair, which is hilarious. (laughs) And the security, and oh man, we forgot to mention the security guard part, but when he's like, play dumb, who's Morales? (laughs) Not that dumb. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, uh, Haley Steinfeld as Gwen Stacy is great. Um, Kingpin's motivation is fantastic. Yeah, he wants something, he gets it. Like the scene, the scene where they show what happened to his wife and his kid, that was so sad. And I was like, I felt for him. I understand why he wants to. Uh, he wants to bring his kids back, and that's he wants to bring his family back, and that's the only way to do it. Yeah, you know. Um, or the other way, you could just create an infinity gauntlet and just yep. you know snap That's your fingers, it. or use a time stone, <laughs> or use the time stone exactly. <laughs> uh, no, but then he'd have to revive Peter Parker, and he doesn't want to. Yeah, do that. that'd be true. In the <laughs> Avengers, Iron Man will be back, and then everything will come back to normal. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Peter meeting Aunt May. We've already mentioned that. That's really great i love how bad a double s this aunt may oh, is definitely. Oh, she really is she just <laughs> kicks the door like nothing the yeah she kicks the door open and then uh goes into the lair which i kind of like it how this version of aunt may is more like arrive. alfred from yeah and then um we obviously are introduced to penny parker spider ham and spider-man noir and I love the why is where's the wind coming from? Where are the basements? <laughs> where are the wind? <laughs> and he goes, Where I where I go wherever I go, the wind follows. The wind smells like rain. <laughs> oh, like and then um Spider Ham's uh, where he where Peter goes, This could literally not get any weirder. It can get weirder. I just washed my hands. That's why they're wet. <laughs> that, no was other reason. Joke. that was a really good joke. <laughs> um so Penny Parker is voiced by uh, Kamiko Glenn, who I've she's never gorgeous. heard of. I've seen how she looks like she's gorgeous. 
And then um, John, uh, John Mulaney voices Spider-Ham, and he's it's great. hilarious. And then, obviously, Robert's all-time favorite actor, Nicolas Cage, is voicing Spider-Man Noir. I mean, Robert, can you concur? I don't know if you guys have known, <laughs> but before, I think, Tobey Maguire, Nicolas Cage actually um, wanted to play the role of Spider-Man. Yeah, I remember hearing that. I remember hearing that he wanted to play Spider-Man as well. But I know, but honestly, I, you know what's funny, actually? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse came out the same year as um, another superhero animated movie, uh, Teen Titans Goes to Go to the Movies. And Nick Cage actually is in that movie, too. He voices also, Superman. Uh, Stan Lee. <laughs> and speaking of that, too. Yeah, of Superman. Nicholas Cage actually wanted to play Superman as well. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was supposed to play Superman as. But um, anyway, regardless, he's great in this movie. Again, I've mentioned all of his lines, but I love it when he goes, um, "We don't pick the ballroom; we just yes. dance." <laughs> um, and then when he uh, is like, "I love you all." I don't know what this cube thing is, it. but I'm going to take yes. it. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out. Oh, he's just black and gray. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, obviously, one of my favorite jokes in the movie, can you float through the air when you smell a delicious pie? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love it when uh, Aunt May is like, can you can you help your aunt create an online dating profile so she can get out of the dating house every <laughs> once in a while? <laughs> Um, the the review. Okay, we need to talk about this. I want to get each and every single one of your reactions when this happened. But when it's revealed that Uncle Aaron is the problem, like Robert, what was? Um, but I I was like, so I was, I was expecting. You so you knew you were in on it the whole time. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Chris, what about you? What what, what was like, your was reaction like, Yo, to it? Fuck? I was like, oh, you betray your nephew, man. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, oddly enough, I read the comics too, but I did not. I'm going to be honest. I didn't even put yeah, two and two together. Neither. I'm me not going to lie. I didn't put two and two together. And, and then when it's revealed, my jaw literally dropped. I was like, oh, crap. You know he's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, and then his, his death is also his really sad. Like, yeah, me neither. Yeah, I, I love, I love that moment where they're in the alleyway, and he, and he just tells Miles, "You're the best of all of us," you know, and that is so sad. And then his dad hops the the fence tries to uh, arrest him and then he leaves and then him finding his brother dead in the street is so it's so sad like yeah and you know the um there's actually i don't know uh if you guys own the blu-ray or not if any of you guys own the blu-ray or not um robert i think you do i think it came with your uh, your collection of Spider-Man what movies. Ha- Did it not? Wait, what? Say that one more time. It could, like, cut out. 
Oh, the uh, the uh, spider uh, didn't uh, Spider Man and the Spider Verse come in oh, that with, collection uh, you yeah, bought yeah, yeah, yeah. for the? Yeah. So, but there's a, a a cut of the movie on the Blu-ray called Alternate Universe, the Alternate Universe cut, and it's basically uh, a different version of the movie with like there's a scene where Peter, uh, not Peter, um. Miles gets bit by the spider in uh, a different scene where he's hanging out with his friend. And there's like another scene, but there, but there's a scene in that alternate cut where um, uncle Aaron and Miles' dad um, hang out uh, where they meet and they're, and they get into this argument and it's like, Oh wow. And now I love that scene, but I'm kind of glad they didn't add it. Because it makes the the death more sad if he didn't, if they didn't have that con, if they de- if they didn't have a conversation, like if they had never spoken to each other for years, you know that's what makes it all the more heartbreaking, and that's what makes that scene between Miles and his dad when Miles' dad Find comes to yeah. the the room. Uh, yeah, when he yeah when he comes to the room and he says. Sometimes people dr- uh, drift apart, and I don't want that to happen yeah. to us. You know, yeah, that was a heartbroken right there. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I'm getting choked up. Actually, no, thinking like, about I was, it. I was, getting, but I was quiet. Man. I was getting quiet. Every, every time I watch that scene, that actually, I want to break down that entire scene. Actually, that moment when Miles goes into the room, and then all the spider people come in, and they're like. You know, they're talking to him about how the hardest part about this job is that you can't always save everybody. You can't. Such a beautiful way to represent the life of Spider-Man. And honestly, just a tragic one. Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, exactly. Like, people think of Spider-Man, they think of him as this, like, very fun, lighthearted character. Because most of the time, that's how they portray him. Yeah. But he has... There's so much tragedy with this character, and I love the fact that they were able to acknowledge the fact that there that this character has moments of tragedy in his life. He's not just hey, he's a silly, fun superhero where nothing bad happens to him. No, things happen to him and affect him, and I love that. But I love it when Peter tells him that. All it takes is a leap of faith. You won't know you're ready. It just it's just a leap that of faith. That was a beautiful scene. Yeah. Beautiful line. Such a beautiful line. And then again, that scene where Miles' dad <laughs> comes into the room and talks to him about how he believes in him, how he's always believed in him, and he pushes him to be great. I love that. I love it so much, and I'm starting to get... Is he giving you a hug? Freaking... I'm getting emotional thinking. I need a hug. Let's give each other a visual um, technology hug, man. Okay. Okay, virtual hug, guys. Hey. No, it's an emoji <laughs> hug. Emoji shit hugs. <laughs> um... <laughs> anyway, um, but then we get into the next scene, which is the the 
the scene where Miles Morales swings for the first time, which is amazing. And this is another scene where the animation really oh, yeah. shines. Um, I love it when he's um, running on the side of the buildings yeah. and he's, uh, he's, he's like holding the web while running on the ground next to the cars, like in between a bus and a little taxi. Awesome. Jumping to and car then, to um, car. I love it bus. when it's, I, and I love, yeah, and I love the song that plays in the background. What's you know, one of my danger? favorite shots is in Which that one scene so- where he's uh, falling, but the, where they shot it up yeah. and down, so he's actually rising. Oh, that was one of uh-huh. the most. Yeah. Beautiful scene. It just screenshot. And yeah, it's. It really is a dope scene. And and I believe, and I believe that scene actually was its own poster. I, because I have one of the movie theater collector cups. Obviously, I don't. I didn't bring it with me to my, uh, to where I live now. Uh, but I um, you know, I I have one of the movie theater cups, and it's basically that shot from the movie, um where miles is free falling um and it's such a great such a great shot oh my gosh um and i love the scene where peter sees mj and then he's like i was not there for you and i should have been there for you if i just had the chance to give you the bread that you deserve oh you wanted bread (laughs) and then he's like he goes, they should fill this place with fresh bread. I was like, yo, <laughs> yo, Peter, chill, man. Uh, Gwen Stacy's like, good, because we are not getting her any bread. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the – and I also love the moment where um, their fight – where Peter is fighting Doc Ock, and she goes, any last words? And then Peter goes, uh, I need a minute. Do you have a pen? <laughs> Um, you're doing great man yeah (laughs) um and then miles coming back in his new suit is awesome no it's just that's such a great moment when when the when the arm like curls up into a fist and starts punching her i was like oh he's turned he's turned invisible i i like got all excited i was like a little girl like oh he's invisible (laughs) Um, I want now we got to talk about this. So, Miles is about to send everyone home. uh, Penny Parker leaves. By the way, that moment where her robot gets destroyed was actually very sad. (laughs) It's the emotions that was so yeah, exactly. Um. But uh, but then Spider-Man Noir leaves, and I already talked about the whole cube thing. It was that's really funny. But then there's um, <laughs> there's Spider-Man who goes, "I want you to have this. It will fit in your pocket." <laughs> and then he goes, "That's Do you awesome. say that? legally." And then you you say that? legally. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I also love it when um, Peter. Ref- tries to get out of leaving of go- of going home and then Miles says you got to go home man and then Peter says how do i know i'm not going to mess it up again right Yo, it's a leap of faith and then he got- falls back oh man that should be cry that man. was such a good scene 
Yeah, and I like it when it cuts to a close up of him and he says, Not bad. <laughs> I would have cried. <laughs> it's so awesome. Like the the I I it's weird how I talked about this movie and haven't talked about the chemistry between Peter and Miles. Like I'm get I get major um uh I get major Rocky and yes. Yes. from this. Yes. I, it's like the the greatest teacher versus uh, with the youngest apprentice, you know, it's like it's such an awesome little whole, uh, and their chemistry is so great. Um, one thing I also forgot to mention is when they're getting their suits on, and all of a sudden, um, uh, Miles is wearing a cape, and he goes, "What what's with the cape?" And he goes, "I think it's cool." And he goes, "Take that off; it's disrespectful. Spider Man doesn't wear capes." <laughs> and then in the um. That's Spider Lab. A little cave. He does have a cape. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and another great joke. I forgot again. We forgot to mention all this stuff. But when Miles hits the rocket, he goes. Uh, he's like, "Why did I get? Why did I get? Why did I get the janky old broke hobo Spider Man?" He hits the rocket, and breaks, and he goes, "That's new." <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, um, the fight between Miles and Kingpin is awesome. When they go into that little dimensional, uh, that weird, when they go inside the dimensional, uh, travel thing and there's like a whole bunch of like spider webs in it, that was freaking awesome. (laughs) Um, but little did we know that Dragon Ball, um, Super Broly would would do that exact same thing except they do it in a more it's actually uh, surprisingly that moment is actually way more crazy than the <laughs> than the moment in this movie um probably because that fight is just uh, amazing. Dragon Ball is super um yeah, yeah definitely yeah um and I love it when he's like I'm gonna make sure you never see your family again and then Miles gets up and he goes I'll always have my family you ever hear the shoulder touch? Hey. What? Hey. And then he shocks him, and then all of a sudden he says, Kingpin, push the green button for me, and then throws him up, and then the, and then the thing explodes. And I love that one shot where Miles is looking into the to the the spider verse, and it's like it's he sees all the like the the thing shutting down and stuff like that, but it's so I, I love that shot. And then all of a sudden, um, I love the moment with uh, Miles and his dad at the at the end where um, Spider-Man hugs him and, and then which also makes me cry, but I'm not gonna love get into you. that. <laughs> um, and then he's like, I look forward to working with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's like, um, thank you for your bravery. I love tonight. you. I love, I love you. you. And huh? then he he goes, man. Wait, what? Shit, no, man. <laughs> um, and then I also like it when uh, he's he's saying what's up to all the New Yorkers, and he goes, "Yeah, that's right, I'm Spider Man." And he falls from the building and goes, "That was part of the move." <laughs> um, and then the final swing with my favorite line of dialogue from the movie is right here, actually. Um, Where the mask? Can you guys think? Can, yeah, can yeah, you guys uh, still hear yeah. 
Okay, good. Good. I was just making sure. So, um, it's the line in the movie where Miles says, um, uh, and when I feel alone, like no one understands what I'm going through, I remember my friends who get it. I never thought I'd be able to do any of this stuff, but I can. Anyone can wear the mask. You can wear the mask. If you didn't know that before, I hope you do now, because I'm Spider-Man, and I'm not the only one. Not by a long shot. Perfect. I love that. Love it so much. And honestly, I'm, I mean, I don't really like to talk about real world issues, but it kind of does in some weird way kind of go along with what's going on in our world today. Then we get the credits. We get this is where we get the Stanley uh, quote at the end. I can't remember what the quote said. Um, Actually, now I need to look it up because now I'm going to – now my brain is like I, I have to know what that quote said. So it said, that person who helps others simply because it should or must be done and because it is the right thing to do is indeed without a doubt a real superhero. And then it cuts to this other little title card saying – Thank you to Stanley and Steve Ditko for showing us that anyone can wear the mask, which is fantastic. And it brings me to tears. I'm not gonna lie, it does bring me to tears. Uh, And we get it, but then we do get one more funny gag with um, Miguel O'Hara. Is that what his name is? Yeah, yeah. Spider Man 2099. Is that? And then he goes into he says. Let's start at the beginning one last time. Earth, 67. And then they go to the 1960s cartoon and he's like, what the, who the heck are I you? Told you? I just told you why. And, listen, and I love how he's voiced by Oscar I'm from the future. Too. I need you to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I like it when he's like, how dare you, you point at me? me? You were pointing first. It's rude to point. It's rude to point. You were pointing at me. You were pointing at me right now. You're accusing me of pointing <laughs> as you're pointing at me. It just cuts it from there. That was just There's two Spider-Man now. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yes, that is Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. Um, I don't think we need to do a rewrite. Oh, definitely not. I don't think we no. need to do a rewrite. Definitely not. Perfect. This movie is perfect. Um, if you haven't watched it, go watch it now. But I should bring if you have, if you have yes, watched absolutely. it, watch it I mean, if, you keep watching from there. Just put it back in. But yeah, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Go. Yeah, you literally have no wa- reason not it. to go watch this movie. Like I could watch it. I could watch exactly. it exactly day, man. That's how good it is. Yeah. Um. So, I want to bring this up because I think it's important to talk about. Um, when. <laughs> This movie came out. It was released on the same weekend as a um, Peter Jackson's, the Peter Jackson produced movie Mortal Engines. And the movie ended up opening up to like, uh, let's see, uh, uh, wait, what was the weekend total? I'm trying to look for the weekend. Uh, uh, $35.4 million on its opening weekend. And I remember being so heartbroken because I was afraid that it was going to be a box office bomb. I was so scared that it was going to be a box office bomb, but it ended up making 
$375 million worldwide on a $90 million budget. They made bank. So, yeah. And it obviously won Best Animated Film at the Academy Awards. However, I want to bring this up. It should have been nominated for Best F in Picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it should have been. Like, when when Black... Because this was the year Black Panther got really uh, got nominated for oh, Best yeah, Picture. Huh? And Black Panther made his for being the first comic book movie to be nominated for that award. I mean, it did win Best Picture or but Animated Picture, so I'm okay. I'm chilling. It, it, it did, but like... Don't you think that that Black Panther spot should have gone give should have been given to Spider Verse? Yeah, yeah, but you know, or like, what else can you do? You know, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Black I Panther, I do, but I'm just like, Spider Verse is the best was the best movie of that entire year and should have been nominated. Um, anyway, but that's just my little opinion on it. Um, but fun fact about it, it is the first movie that was a not that was um, not released by Disney or Pixar yeah. to win the Oscar for Best Animation, and that hasn't happened since uh, since Rango, Dude, that the Johnny Depp good, movie. Too. Oh the, yeah, it's, so, it's underrated too. People yeah. don't like it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, not gonna lie. I don't. I don't remember it just because Dude. I haven't seen it in such a long time. I, I need to go rewatch it. Um, anyway, um, yes, they are indeed yes. doing a sequel. They are indeed doing a sequel, and apparently, oh, it's gonna feature. It's gonna feature uh, a uh, a new character by the name of Taki. Oh, the Chinese Takiwa. version of the Spider Man. Yeah, yeah the the Jap- the Japanese Spider Man. Yes. I'm Wait, pretty hyped for that. I've I'm actually seen the show too, so I've seen. I've seen the oh, really? first couple episodes, shows. And, and I stopped. But <laughs> they are making a figure and why, of them in the SHG figure. Arts Yo, I can't wait for that one, man! I can't yeah. wait. I'm, I'm so good, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and um, I can't wait for the sequel. Yes. When it and eventually comes out, the um, original Spider-Man, like not the original, original, but like the um, Tom McGuire, um, I wouldn't be surprised. Might be in I there. would not be surprised. I'm like, I hope they do. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if we got an end credit scene with Miles Morales interacting with Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, um, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield. I just wouldn't a, be just surprised. Just give us five seconds of the scene. That's because, it. That'd be perfect. And that's it. Just give us five seconds. Yeah. But but you know what's weird, though? Um, apparently, Sony did not intend to make this movie connected to their live-action mm-hmm. movies, which is very weird. But I honestly don't think that's the case because I feel like they're going oh, to connect the case anymore. to like, their live-action movies. It's like opening Pandora's box. Everybody's yeah. asking for it. Yeah, I, I, oh, I would love. I want to see it happen so dude, bad. If this happens, um, it's no, gonna break the. I want to. I want to see this. I want to see this before I die. That's all I gotta say. I want to see real. this before I die. <laughs> yes, I got to, man. If I, um, top of the, 
top of the bucket list right there for but you, But if man. I die, I go watch a movie. <laughs> I, I got no pay no tickets or anything. Just go in the movie theaters. See, that's it. Like a ghost. <laughs> um, all right. So let's uh, – we've gone on for an hour. Let's talk about our overall thoughts and then a score out of 10. Robert, we'll start with you on this one. Overall thoughts and then a score out of 10. It has both style and substance, and it's a film for everyone. 10 out of 10. Easy. Okay. Uh, Chris, what about you? Oh, man. Like I said at the beginning, a gift from God. From the beginning. And – well, I'll scale it. <laughs> Ten is not even a number; it's like a fucking million. Um, yeah, uh, I love this movie. I do. I this movie, what the Dark Knight is for the Batman franchise, Spider Man into the Spider Verse is for the Spider Man yes. series. Um. And the reason why I saved this movie for last was because this, to me, is the I best Spider-Man it. movie. Yes, it is. And it is, lit- it is literally one of my favorite movies of all time. Every time I watch this movie, I love it every single time. And whenever I'm having a bad day, whenever I'm feeling like down and out, I will watch Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse because I know I'm going to have a good time with it. You know, the characters are amazing. I feel, I feel for them. Every single character has a situation that I can relate with or empathize with, you know? And (laughs) I just, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it just is brilliant. With every single viewing, it gets better and better and better and better. And And I said in the Amazing Spider-Man 2 review, I said that 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 was the worst that Spider-Man could be. This is the absolute best that a Spider-Man movie could be. Um, And it has a lot of personal connection to me. I have so much to share but i that would be a two-hour podcast um and uh i'm gonna give if i had a score higher than 10 it would get it but because this is my scale and this is as high as it goes i i have to give it a 10 i have Hmm. to give it a 10 out of 10 it's just it's um it's (laughs) it's a effing like let's say watching kung fu panda right the, the enemies are watching Homecoming and a couple of panels trying to say Skadoosh. The little circle ball is the, the Spider-Verse. Skadoosh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, guys, we did it. We have reviewed every single... Robert, We have you have been joining me for the... Like, what were what what has this journey meant to you? Well, let's let's talk about that. What has this journey meant to you, bro? Everything. <laughs> um, Chris, you joined us on Spider-Man: Far From Home, but uh, we love we loved having you on both Far From Home and on this episode. We we're very glad to have and you. It was on. an honor to be in this um, broadcast as well. It was an honor. 
Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, guys, if you haven't seen Spider Man in the Spider Verse, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing? A homeless person could watch it, man. Exactly. If that homeless person could watch it, you could watch it. Shit. <laughs> um, so anyway, guys, that will do it for this episode of Directors. And now I should let you guys know, usually when I end these episodes, I before I you know, I end it with a the throwback Thursday theme, which is a remix version of Back to the Future. However, after you get that remix Back to the Future theme, you're gonna get a sneak peek. You're gonna get the theme song for the brand new show, The Web Slingers Podcast, which is the show where we are gonna talk about all things Spider Man and the Marvel Universe. I can't wait to start that show. I. Yep, I can't wait. I can't wait to start that show. I'm I'm really excited for it. Um, and so that will do it. Uh, course, Robert, thank you for joining me. I'm gonna figure out this cube thing. <laughs> I can't finish it. I'm laughing. <laughs> and like, I'm gonna just do another pie. Um, <laughs> uh, Chris, thank you for thank joining you. us as well. It's it's been an honor. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. You guys can uh, uh, make sure you guys go check out my Instagram, my YouTube channel, and Patreon, and all that sorts of good stuff. Share the podcast. And uh, that'll do it for me, guys. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'll talk to you guys later. Can I say one thing? Peace out. Yeah, baby. (laughs) I'm not scared. Of the dark I'm not running, running, running No, I'm not afraid of the fall I'm not scared Not at all Why would a star, a star Ever be afraid of the dark I'm not scared